This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. The Dork Podcast. Rich Keith is the Dork Podcast. Ryan Davis is the Dork Podcast. Hashtag is the Hashtag Dork Podcast. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Hashtag Dork. My name is Rich Keith, joined as always by Davey Eyeballs. He is Rune Von Dune. He is promo code Ron Von D. All hail the King of Ginger Ale. It's Ryan Davey. Davey, how are you? We're out of Dorktober and we're into November. First day of November, all under the umbrella of Small Dick Fall. So I am. I am just buzzing right now. Well, you got to be buzzing. I mean, these are two great months back to back. We just yep. had a very successful Dorktober. Thanks to everybody who was listening during our uh, our horror movie month. There's a lot of good stuff in there. Some dinks. Maybe you missed it. Some YouTube exclusives. So go check out the YouTube page because we did a few movies and shows that we did not do on the normal podcast page. And now we transition right into november and david i know your page is already up and running where can the people find that so the people can find it so the other thing that i wanted i was going to mention mention this in the pick of the pod but if you go to november and just i think it's movember.com backslash like arvon d you'll find me but one of the things that i wanted to throw out to um the dork people is that what i'm looking to do right now is we're looking to add members to the dork shared gooniverse team so if you wanted to participate in november uh please please do so. Um, I'm trying to find, okay. So if you go to Movember.com and put in the team ID two, two, four, five, three, six, two. So that is two, two, four, five, three, six, two. That will bring you to the dork shared universe page. Join the team. Race some, yeah, race some funds. Do a good you thing. Also, you, you tweeted it out as well at our Von D. So if anybody, just wants, if you, if you couldn't write that down, you're in the car or whatever, then uh, head over to Davey's, twitter page and you will find all the info there you can uh, be a part of it you can donate you can do whatever you want just spread the word whatever whatever it takes yep and uh, uh just do it you know don't be a piece of shit yeah don't be an asshole that's the one thing we really we <laughs> preach on this podcast is don't be used to be i used to people can change people can change people can change ryan uh how was your halloween it was good the dad tax is flowing right now yeah. the i was you caught me we started this thing we started talking off air you caught me mid milk dud yep so down mm-hmm. duds. you know underrated i like a milk dud i like a milk dud and it's we rarely talked about so here's the big debate me and my wife had and i mm-hmm. i can only do so much complaining considering she's the one that went out there and bought the candy so like i really can't be like oh, why'd you buy this she you could easily turn that around and be like why didn't you buy any but why didn't you so, buy a single fucking thing, pal? Correct. So I, yeah. I already know I lost the argument, but here's the yeah. debate that it came down to. So she bought two things. One, Reese's uh cups, or no, Reese's pumpkins, which sure delicious. Everybody loves mm-hmm. those. She also bought giant blow pops, to which I put up a Twitter poll. Are blow pops a good Halloween candy? I think so. And I'll tell you why. As okay. good as okay, as good as Reese's are. The two things that were very underrepresented this year, um, my buddy Greg on Twitter was talking about the fall of nougat, how nougat has fallen off the map. No Milky Ways, no Three Musketeers. Oh, Three Musketeers. Yeah, nougat has I, fallen off. No, I guess we didn't get any of those. And yeah, I, I like a Three Musketeer myself. I love a Three a frozen Three Musketeers. It's delightful. Yeah, um, but very Reese's heavy this year. Yeah, there's a lot of Reese's, but I like Reese's. But so I was like, no on the blow pop. I'm like, that's not a good Halloween candy. And it was razor thin. I think it was like 52.7% said no. So it was very, very close. But again, I am like the the rest of my life. I am pro blow. <laughs> well, that's that's really nice, Ryan. Mm-hmm. That is really kind of crass. I'm right. I'm just it's rhyming. Shit, frankly, man. beneath us as a podcast. <laughs> We need to tighten the screws. Frankly, need to sharpen it up. Oh, uh, yeah. 
But yeah. I, I do like a good blow pop. Uh, all right. Well, then you should have uh, stopped by our house. By the way, what we is? ran out of candy over here. Ring pops. How do you feel about the ring pop? Eh, Take it or I leave mean, it. Yeah. I mean, when I was in like third grade, probably it's a good time. But no, mm -hmm. not, I'm not going to sit there and suck on a blow pop. Or I'm sorry, a uh, ring pop. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> His hand gets all sticky. Yeah. You don't need that. <laughs> Got to pick up my daughter from school in the parking lot, sucking on a ring pop. They're like this guy. <laughs> no, get him out. Get him out of here. <laughs> cops show up it's a whole it's a yeah, whole it's to do. yeah it's a whole to do all right we have a jam-packed episode for the people today so let's get right into it this week in the very excited to announce that on tuesday aka tomorrow at 3 p.m eastern time adam cole the aew wrestler and the uh twitch streamer is going to join the podcast, and I am buzzing. And I, I know missed. you can't make it. And Ryan, yeah. I, I understand as a teacher and a coach, the three p.m. time slot is not one where you're, you're normally open. It is not but, ideal for me. Yeah, I know. I understand. Um, but AEW is just in Boston. We just had Brian Danielson on the Gresham Keith program, and it was great. And we were talking to one of the guys that is sort of like the handler or at least the guy that communicates all these things. And knowing that Adam Cole is a massive gamer, I'm like, yeah, it'd be better for him to be on the Dork Podcast than it would be on the mm -hmm. Gresham Keith program. So he is cocked, locked, and ready to rock 3 o'clock live. And so if you guys can make it on the YouTube, we'll be doing it live there. If not, it'll be uh, podcasted as soon as I uh, edit it and put it up there or, you know what I mean, just upload it, really. I might be at football practice, like, watching it. Just checking it out. The kid I can't, gets like croaked, like he gets ear hold. I'm like, ah, you're fine. You I know. can't wait, man. And I've been checking out his uh, Twitch stream recently, and it is a blast. He's been playing uh, everything. He's been playing Halo. He played Dark Souls. He played uh, Mario Super Party. He's like, he's just, he's into it. So uh, that'll be a good time tomorrow. Uh, the trailer today came out, and we tweeted it at Dork Podcast for the book of Bubba Fett. What do you think? It looks pretty good. Fucking awesome. Little underground, little underworld. You know, you get to see kind of like the criminal underworld of like Tatooine and how that. I runs. like it. And it's the I'm post, excited. like post job of the hut, like post uh, all of that where Bubba's in charge or, or Boba. I mean, it's really, you know, choose, yeah. choose your own adventure. I love that you unapologetically say oh, Bubba. I don't tell I'm you that fan. enough, but I love it. I don't know why it was Boba Fett, but just growing up, it was Boba Fett. And then it just never changed. And I and know people it, keep correcting you and you won't. I respect it. I'm locked in on Boba Fett. Mm -hmm. People know who I'm talking about. So everybody can just kind of move on from that. But this series starts December 29th. So it just gets in at the tail end of 2021. Uh, and this will obviously be a standalone episode when it's all said and done. Robert Rodriguez, I'm a huge fan of. I've loved almost all of his stuff. And uh, this character and the introduction in The Mandalorian was great. Yes. And uh, I can't wait, man. This is this is going to be pretty badass. It's going to be pretty awesome. And there's a trailer that's coming out tomorrow that we're not going to get to talk about. We're not going to have the late-breaking thing, but the new trailer for Morbius. I know. Comes out, which... My interest is peaked. My interest is peaked because there is a joke. They showed, like, a tiny clip of it, and he he's talking to somebody and the guy's like, who are you? And he like shows his teeth and he's like, I'm venom. And the guy's like, kind of looks, he's like, nah, I'm just kidding. Michael Morbius. Like it's basically like <laughs> they threw a venom reference in there, which is awesome. Mm -hmm. And we know from venom that I didn't think they were going to do this. So, so I am wrong, but venom is in the MCU because Spider-Man, they saw Spider-Man. Therefore mm -hmm. Morbius is in the MCU some way, somehow. You're going to need Doctor Strange. You're going to need all these different... Uh... Which means... Oh, could you imagine? Mm -hmm. Picture it, if you will. Oh, I know exactly what you're going to say. A rated R mm -hmm. Morbius and Blade movie. With Mahershala Ali and Jared Leto? Yeah. <sighs> Wowzers. Wowzers. Mm -hmm. In my trousers. And get me Ryan Coogler or... You know who would be... You know who I would bring on to direct that movie? Call me crazy. You ready for it? Yeah. Jordan Peele. I I don't hate that at all. Mm -hmm. I would have said Scott Derrickson, but they already gave him the high ho from Doctor Strange 2. But he's a, he's got good horror chops. Jordan Peele for a Blade Morbius movie. I am all in. Mm -hmm. Wow. 
Yeah, the possibilities really in the MCU are, are uh, quite endless. Speaking of, this week, The Eternals comes out. Yep. You've already seen it, correct? I've already seen it. Thank you to our friends at uh, the Mac and Goo pro- uh, po- podcast for yeah. giving me their plus. Mac gave me his plus one to the press screener. Pretty pretty con. Don't say a word. I'm not going to say a word. Don't say a goddamn word. I'm going to go see it this weekend at some point, and then that'll be our episode next Monday. So next Monday at this time, we're going to be talking Eternals. Big market tease. I'm not even going to tell you if I liked it or not. Don't. I don't want to know. I've predicted months ago that it was going to be dog shit. Fucking dog shit. But don't say a word. I don't know how you feel. I don't know how Mac feels. I don't know how Goo feels. I don't want to know a goddamn word. But I think it could easily be Cho Jeans. I think it could easily be the worst Marvel movie ever made. But I'm going to go in, open eyes. I am going to go in, and I am all in on uh, Salma Hayek, friend of the podcast. And so uh, I'm, o- I'm going in with an open mind. That's all That's all I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, something that I know you're excited for, and I don't know how the rest of the world feels about it, Tiger King 2 comes out this month. In fact, November 17th. Two weeks. We get Tiger King Two and again, Tiger King one came out right at the beginning of the fucking pandemic, and everybody watched it, and it was the biggest thing in the world. We eventually, because you talked me into it, we did a standalone episode on it, so you can check the archives on that. I think it was a good episode that we did. But uh, Tiger King two, why why are you uh, on board with this? So I was on board with this because the trailer came out, and there's like it looks like there's a whole bunch of new shit that's coming um, with Jeff Lowe and the guy. Um, right. The other guy, Tim, um, Tim, Tim Stark. No, Tim Stark. The guy who was he was, uh, um, they were building the zoo together. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah right. So, so there's a bunch of shit with them, and then you know the whole thing with like, remember Joe Exotic was like petitioning Donald Trump to like pardon him, and, and people were like at rallies were like free Joe Exotic, and like yeah. Donald Trump like kind of acknowledged it. So I was on board with it from that because I kind of want to see the fallout of this because in the trailer, Joe exotic talks about like, he's pissed because everybody is getting rich from this except him. And he's the, he's the main focus of the thing. So it's like, For sure. Jeff Lowe was making money hand over fist. Um, Carol Baskin is still making money. Like, and he's getting screwed. Yeah. Which I'm, I'm kind of on his side, but not only that, yeah, I just feel bad out, for fucking cats. Yeah. I feel bad for the animals. Right. But, I do. Um, according to documents, Carol Baskin is alleging that the production company breached a contract by using footage of the Baskins in Tiger King 2 since they only signed on for appearance release forms for the first documentary. So she there's footage of her in this. Oh, but she's, but like, she's not she, she didn't sign up for it. Interesting. So she's now suing uh, Netflix. Boy. Christ. Which means there's something good in there. <laughs> if it was oh, like no, it, it was like sure. whatever. She, I don't think she would care. But there's like, they're really digging deep. They're I think they're opening the case again for her dead husband. Don. Lewis. I was gonna say, and from the little I know about this, this is more from TV and movies. But if you sue somebody, they can then like open up all your shit too. Yes. And so if you're Carol Baskin, you might have to be kind of careful, like what you want to sue, because then they're like, okay, let's get into all this and see yeah. what's yeah, yeah. They'll be like, what didn't you like? <laughs> and she'd be like well i didn't like the fact that you insinuated that i killed my husband okay let's take a look into that let's dive in because guess what we have the time we have the time, have the time. we have the resources mm-hmm. let's let's have a little bit of that no that's a good point uh so that comes out in a couple of weeks so maybe i mean if it's good we might do a standalone on that uh we already have news about the topic du jour mm-hmm. as uh dune part two is being made and it is uh going to be out in theaters october 2023 and i told i fucking hope so because so just under two years from now <laughs> hope i hope that's not the last one no so there's gonna be yeah. another one at least one more dune part at least one more yeah three hey ryan guess what i have what do you got Should I have bought this? It's where you, the listener, send in a photo of something that you bought that was at least $25 into dorkpodcast at gmail.com. And then Davey and I tell you whether or not you should have bought this. Was it a good purchase? Was it not a good purchase? And we will let you know. If for some reason me and Davey are split, we will look to the YouTube chat to break 
the tie. Mm -hmm. This one comes in from Michael. Michael says, one of my favorite bands has just come out with this Funko Pop set of the boys from Pearl Jam. So, Ryan, you're the music guy in this uh, podcast. Yeah. Pearl Jam, five members, and it's in a nice, long Funko Pop case where all five members, their names are on the top, their little faces are on the bottom, the name of the band on the bottom left-hand side. So it's a big rectangle with all five band members. They either have a guitar, a bass, drumsticks, or a microphone. And he said, or do you want to guess the price first? No, so this is not the original, if I'm correct, this is not the original Pearl Jam lineup because Matt Cameron, who is the, the drummer featured here, was the former drummer, drummer of Soundgarden. Oh, boy. So not oh the original Pearl Jam. Oh, boy. But, does, that, yeah. does that fuck it up then? Uh, it doesn't really fuck it up, really. It's just kind of like... <laughs> just to point it out. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to say... Uh, so if there's a $25 limit, if you went over $40 on this, I don't know. All right, Michael paid $100. What? $100, and he says, quote, I felt good about it. <laughs> what do you guys think? Was it worth it? Um, I am going to say. Now, before you answer, yep. Mike, said, Mike is from Montreal. What does that have to do with anything? Well, maybe it's not 100 American coins. It's not 100 American, so it's like 75 American. Yeah. Um, uh, so the people just don't don't judge it off the chat just don't yet. Don't judge Brian. it off the chat just yet, Brian. We're okay. Um, they don't seem to like it much in the chat. I would say it's a little steep for me. That said, Pearl Jam, yeah, one of the better bands of the '90s. Not my favorite. I was gonna say, where would you put Pearl Jam ballpark in your your, your band power rankings? Oh Jesus! I, I mean, that's that's that list is. Yeah, I would say 90s grunge bands, they're in the top five. That's a very niche list, I'm asking. Not really. I mean, there's like... way more than you think. I mean, they're not like, I would say they're in they're in the upper echelon of those bands. I what was is a... your favorite Pearl Jam song? My favorite Pearl Jam song. Right. Uh -huh. I'm trying to think. I really like Animal. Okay. And I I honestly, I love I honestly think alive is yep. one of the best songs of that decade i have and, and daughter by the way uh no uh better oh, man God. better man is a fucking great song so i love uh daughter alive jeremy and hearts and thoughts oh you elderly woman behind the counter in a small town yeah that one yep i know yep. the one you were talking about yep. long name love it long name love it i, uh, I would not pay a hundred dollars for this though Sorry. See, Sorry, I know, and that's fucking tough. I might only because, as you can see behind me, here, let me zoom in here. I have a shitload of Funko Pops behind me. Oh, wait, let me ask you this. Let me ask Brian, though. Is it Are they all full-size, or are they little ones? Uh, what do, Are what they full-size Funkos, like the one behind you? Because that changes things. If you buy, if it's five no, Funkos. Of course they're full-size. No, but you know how sometimes they do the little ones? No, 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 those are full-size. So that would be like... Five of those lined up in one yeah. big box. 20 bucks a piece? That's what it would be. I'm into it. See, I kind of like it too. Uh, everybody in the chat saying it's too much. So everybody's saying it's too much money. Here's the thing. Funko Pops yeah. are kind of like, uh, uh, I don't know if they're like baseball cards, but it's funny. Like you'll run into one and you look at another and you're like, why is this one $10 and this one's $50? Like I can't mm -hmm. fucking tell the difference. And because I, all the ones I have behind me, probably are between eight and fifteen dollars like i don't have any really exclusive ones yeah i think my jack burton one which is back there yeah. from big trouble little china i think that was like nine bucks yeah like most of mine are pretty cheap yeah <laughs> i mean 19.99 out the door still nuts <laughs> still but, nuts uh like i was looking the other day there was a store that had like just funkos basically and i have a couple of themes i have horror movie stuff i have star wars stuff and i have game of thrones stuff Mm -hmm. And I really want the Ahsoka Tano one. Oh, that one's so oh, bad. Oh, that so bad, Ryan. But <laughs> it was like $25, $30. I'm like, why is this fucking $30? And then, then you get like a Mandalorian for like $10. But anyway, bottom line is I assume these are the big boy. Yeah, this is this is regular size pops. Mm -hmm. So you get five band members and it's $100. So 20 bucks a piece. That's the breakdown. Yeah. What do you think? 
fine. If you're a Pearl Jam fan, I'm not that big a Pearl Jam fan, but if you're a Pearl Jam fan, do it. This is how we do it. And uh, just let the record show, uh, Michael, or uh, that the, the audience hated it. The audience. We're on your side. Many people said Cho Jeans. One guy said uh, Sheesh. One guy said No Way in Hell. One guy said, or Dr. Tozen here. He, he said, I'm a huge PJ fan and I wouldn't buy it. One guy said, get your money back. One guy said, a lot of Cho jeans coming in. One guy I don't said, think it's dollars too much. One guy said he'd rather have the shitty wand from a couple of weeks ago. Fuck that. No, you wouldn't. <laughs> no, you correct. would not. That guy spent a lot of money on that wand, if I recall. <laughs> don't <What> swear. <laughs> Oh my God! What game show have you ever seen that had swearing in it? This one. <laughs> Jeez. Jeez. All right, so that's how you play. Should I about to send your submissions in? Dorkpodcast at gmail.com. and we'll let you know whether or not you should have bought that again. Twenty five dollar limit, and it's all brought to you by Forty Seven Brand. Go to Forty Seven Brand.com and enter promo code hashtag Dork at checkout for twenty percent off your entire purchase. Fun this fact. hat I'm wearing, that hat Davey's wearing, the whole fucking thing, and the shirt I'm wearing. My, I am entirely dressed in 47 brand attire. They got great stuff, man. They really, they honestly do. Because you might not know what to look at me, but this shirt and this hat is all I'm wearing. <laughs> and that's how should I have bought this. Hey! It's time for Davey's Video Game Minute. Even if it takes more than a minute. All right, Ryan, what do you have? Well, thank you to our friends at 47 Brand, but this portion of the program is brought to you by our friends at Wild Bills. So to go to drinkwildbills.com, use the promo code RONVOND. I see you out there working. I get alerts every time you do it. Keep doing it. All right? Get yourself some soda. They get some seasonal sodas right now. They get some good shit on the way. You know, get some stuff. Use the promo code RONVOND. Get yourself 20% off drinkwildbills.com. Okay. Mm -hmm. Guess what, Rich? Are you so excited? Yeah. Call of Duty Vanguard comes out this week. Let's hit the thing. It snakes out there this big. That's not the one I was looking for. Oh, do, my, thought... do my sound. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Her sister was a witch. Right? And what was her sister? A princess. A witch witch of the east, bro. <laughs> I'm gonna stab him. You're gonna look at me and you're gonna tell me that I'm wrong? Am I wrong? She wore a crown and she came down in a bubble. I'm not fighting with you. Grow up. Grow up. Get educated, but <laughs> that wasn't the sound I was looking for. I was looking for my one. quick fart. There we go. Oh, so there it is. That's Sorry. how I feel about Call of Duty games now. Yeah. Um, I don't know what this game is. I frankly I don't give a shit. And if you try to sell me on zombies, I'm fucking over it. All right. Don't whatever. Fuck a lot of zombies game. out there. Fuck Madden, whatever. Fuck. Um, All right. <laughs> so there's a game that kind of snuck up on me that I recently started playing this week. So I'm in the middle of playing, get this, Deathloop, Metroid, Far Cry 6, Guardians of the Galaxy, and now Sneaky, one of my favorite in the bunch, a game called Riders Republic. Have you heard of this? Is that the one with the bicycle? It's the one with the bicycle that you can... You can downhill mountain bike, you can road bike, you can ski, you can snowboard, you can wingsuit, and you can fucking jetpack. Come on. This game is as close to SSX as we're going to get for a long time, and it's open world. Wow. And it's it's right now, so they've promised BMX is coming, which is going to be awesome, like in the game. Yeah. Um, And you can do like these math, they call them like mass races or something like that. So you get 60 people online. It's like, think of like Fall Guys, but with like BMX bikes. Wow. And you just yeah, like bomb bike downhill. Bike. Oh my God, it's fun as fuck. Like All this right. game is super fun. And um, it's fireballs, but has laser beam potential. Ah, laser beam! It's better than fireballs, you pussy. It's actually super right. fun. On and I'm like eight chapters into Guardians of the Galaxy. And that game is super fun. Awesome. I'm glad that's yeah. good. Yeah. Uh, there's one thing that trips me out, though, in that the guy who does the voice acting for Rocket has just the slightest speech impediment. 
Oh, it's and it's like all I can hear now. Uh, like when you say the word change, it goes like change. Like it has like that little like like that little. Well, it's rocket. I think rocket. rocket. I get it. I get it. Kind of does. And he's just he says flark a lot. That's flark. like the effort. It's like oh flark. Like the, so huh. I like that. Huh. Uh, skag is shit. So like flark and space flark flark. and skag. It's space oh, swearing. It's space I love swearing. I love good space swearing. Yeah, but there's I've seen so many good Easter eggs already. I like that's cool. So that as the Guardians of the Galaxy do, they get into a little bit of a bind. Wow. Right. And they try to one of the things that Drax mentions that they do is try to go capture Fin Fin Fang Foom. And like, we're not gonna do we're not going Fink Fang Foom. We're not doing that. Yeah. Like, come on, like you can get money for him, you know. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's actually it's actually really, really good. Um I like it. So so that's good. And and uh Death's Door, which is on many people's game of the year list, is a is a fun little game. It's actually coming to consoles this month at the end of the month. Um, I didn't get to mention that last week, but the big news in the Davy household is that it's Animal Crossing week. Jesus, we get a lot of downloads for Animal Crossing, and when Here reached for, when reached for when reached for comment, my wife said, "I said, all right, what do you want to tell? What do you want me to say in the podcast about Animal Crossing this week?" And she said, "Honestly, this is what she said: I can't talk about it. I'm too overwhelmed." Wow, there's She's a lot. Like, I, can't, there, I, huh? I can't even. I don't even want to talk about it. Like it just stresses me out. And she said. They, this is exactly what she said. She goes, they don't give us a single update for a year and a half. And then they just whack off all these updates all at once. <laughs> and I said, what the fuck did you just say to me? Right? She's like, well, they just updates. whack off these things. I'm like, and I was like, nobody likes getting whacked off. She's like, I know. What are we, 10 years old? I've seen every cock on the planet. So when talking Animal Crossing, I'm talking to you directly, Nintendo. Yeah. Don't just whack everybody off. Yeah. One at a time. One at a time. And then you're just mashing it. One at a time. <laughs> Put some thought into it. So that, my friends, is the Davies Video Game Minute brought to you by our friends at Wild Bill Soda. Drinkwildbills.com. Use the promo code Ron Von D. Very good. Ryan, I got a question for you. What? Y'all ready for bisque? Well, it's the topic of the day. And today, it is the film Dune 2021. Dune. It was released on HBO Max as well as in theaters. It is a PG-13 movie, two hours and 35 minutes, currently on Rotten Tomatoes, 83% by the critics and 90% by the audience. We'll begin spoiler-free as we do with all of our movie and TV reviews. Ryan, did you like it? I did. Yeah. <laughs> I did. Um, it was a good... You know what? It was funny. I was listening to your show. Um, Thank we you. had Lawrence Guy on. Yeah, yeah. And he crushed it. Like, you asked him about Dune. He had seen it. And he was like, he probably gave one of the better descriptions I've heard in, like, 20 seconds. It was, a, I was going to say, for a condensed answer. And, by the way, we tweeted that that answer out. Go to At Dork Podcast on Twitter. Uh, Lawrence Guy, who is our, one of our Patriots Monday guests on Gresham Keefe. Loves movies, loves TV shows. So I try to ask him about stuff here and there. And he recently watched Dune. And you're right. He gave an answer. Perfect. He like he, he summed up the movie pretty well. Mm -hmm. About 30 seconds. It was it was spot on. I loved it. I honestly loved, loved it. The movie. Yeah, I yeah. fucking I didn't really know what to expect, only because I've never read the book. I saw the original movie like forever ago. Yeah. I forgot everything about it. I knew it was in sand. I knew Kyle McLaughlin, who's got a really interesting career. Kyle McLaughlin. Super interesting. Super interesting career. Obviously, he's really well known for like Twin Peaks. Yeah, right. But he was also in Showgirls. And sure he was. was. And he One was the, the guy in Sex in the City who couldn't get boners. Well, speaking of couldn't get boners, the sex scene that he has with um, Elizabeth Berkeley in the pool aggressive is probably one of the most uncomfortable like i even remember being like 15 or 16 when that movie yeah. came out and being like i don't like this <laughs> now right not to be crass because that's yeah. below our comedy mm -hmm. level here on the podcast if in any movie scene a love scene that mm -hmm. you ever saw and there was one that was most likely to quote break it off wouldn't it have been that one <laughs> i mean <laughs> like that that yeah and there's like, a there's that urban legend of like it's in a pool so like the suction that you're creating there like you could get if you didn't break it off you're definitely getting stuck together yep 
<laughs> science. You guys can look into it. Look into it. It's a thing. It was aggressive. But yeah, the guy had an interesting career. But anyway, uh, he was in the David Lynch version. He was Paul. Like he was the main guy in the in the first one. But, but yeah, the guy had, had seen, an interesting had, career. But it, what the fuck? I had seen that so long ago. I hit a wrong button. Oh, I had seen that one so long ago that I didn't really remember anything about it. And so I went in with such an open mind. I was like, here we go. Like, I just, I know it's supposed to look cool. I know like it's, uh, it's, this, it's this huge world. I don't really know much about it. And I got sucked in immediately. And for a two and a half hour movie, it didn't feel like two and a half hours. And I enjoyed the journey, Ryan. I really enjoyed the journey. I enjoyed a lot of the characters. There's a few that you could have gotten more out of. Sure. But I think that's what the other movies are going to be for. So mm-hmm. I was uh, really pleasantly surprised. And I think part of it, was not knowing much about it for me helped. Did you know much about Dune? So I read I read the first two Dune books in okay. like seventh and eighth, like junior high school. Like so, I it's been a really long time. Um, so there, I couldn't give you. I I mean, I'm not gonna. We don't like. I'm not gonna do that thing where I like I research before and then like tell you all about. Like I we don't do that. So no, like what I know is what I know. I'm not gonna just know what I know. Wikipedia and be like no. here's here's all the knowledge I have of Dune. I didn't know shit about Dune. And the best thing, uh, the best description I could give you would be worse than what Wikipedia would give you. But I do know that basically what you've gotten through is like the first half of the first book. And there's three books. Yeah, actually, there's more that. But in the original Dune trilogy, and then there's like other Dune books. But like you you're halfway through the first book essentially yeah yeah which is exactly where you need to be whereas Um, the first movie was even shorter than this one and they try to dram it all in i think right and that and that was the issue with that with that movie was that um i love uh it's david lynch which is fucking and so like you talk about like landmark directors like doing like doing these things like denny villeneuve is dude this guy made sand look so fucking cool this guy is he's the real deal like I, and i will good. you know it's funny like you hear scorsese shit on like marvel movies and you're like fuck this guy you haven't made a good movie in 20 years like right. eat shit yeah, yeah. But you, when denny villeneuve says it you're like nah, okay you know like you kind of because this guy knows his shit like this guy knows what he's doing so he obviously yeah. i think most people know but for those of you who don't he also did blade runner 2049 he did arrival he did sicario he did uh t- the movie called prisoners Yep. And a movie called Enemy, which I've not seen. Uh, and then he did a few other ones prior to that that he wrote and directed. Uh, these recent ones, uh, he didn't write Blade Runner Arrival Sicario. No. Uh, he did write Dune, and he's writing Dune Part 2. So and I mean, he's so, grabbing that. That is a the last five movies he's done is like a Christopher Nolan like five movie run. Yeah, he has not made like in his we call him like you know, triple A video games are like triple A movies that he's made. He hasn't made a bad one. Nope. And I nope. think he's the, he's the, he's the new Christopher Nolan. Yeah. He might, I think he might be. Cause I didn't like tenant. So like to me, maybe that's me. Maybe I'm on an Island there, but I feel like Nolan has had a few more like questionable ones. Whereas yeah. this guy, this is a pretty sick run. Mm-hmm. And it's art. Man. Like this guy's a fucking artist, man. Like I'm, I don't throw that around. Like I don't, I don't know. Like I know. And it's not, we're not, we're not the hoity toity podcast, but no. like it, it legit is. And some of the scenes. So that's my next question is, did you see this at home or did you go to the theater for it? So I, again, for, for sake of telling the truth, I saw it at home and that's I'm going to, to me. and I'm going to see it again in the theater. Yeah. I think that's probably what I'll do too. I, I watched it at home. I didn't have time to go and it just, I don't need to bore you guys with the schedule and, and it's Davey has two kids. I have one yes. kid and the whole thing. Everybody, everybody's dealing with their own shit. It was hard for me to get out to the theater. Same. It was one that I wanted to see in IMAX too, by the way, because yeah, I feel like a standard theater, all albeit a bigger screen than what I have at home. I don't think it would be that much of a better experience. I love my little home setup here. I, it could be better, but it could sure shit be worse. Um, I, I I've seen a lot of movies at my house and I don't have a problem with it. This one does deserve the IMAX treatment. And I'm mad. I'm kind of mad about it. And yeah. like, like you said, there were several scenes in the movie. Yeah. You could tell where I was like, fuck, I wish I saw this in the theater. Uh huh. Even like, cause you know, and this isn't a spoiler, but like watching the sandworms. Yeah. Like that scene would be so good. Would be so with the rumbling and like the, like the way that that happens. Um, but I can I still need to see enjoy it, it without it. Like I'm not like I didn't. <laughs> I was but gonna. Still, tell you yeah. 
I was going to tell you I watched it on my, you know, iPhone 5, but I didn't. I watched it on my whatever it is, 65, 70-inch TV, and it was fucking, it was, it was yep. really good. I know it would have been better in IMAX, but it's one of those things where, like, I saw Doctor Strange in IMAX, and I love that experience, but I, I didn't leave saying, this is the greatest movie ever. Like, I could recognize to me that it was a fun movie. It was good, mm -hmm. but it wasn't great, whereas this movie was borderline great. Mm -hmm. And I watched it at home, and I know it would look cooler in a in an IMAX, but the story doesn't change. Like, no, and the story was good enough to keep you like correct. satisfied at home. But yeah. again, I really think I need to see this in the theater. Yep, this is definitely one of those ones, and I and I get it. And I, it was interesting because they had that debate with this whole year at the beginning of the year. They're like, all HBO Max, uh, was it Warner Brothers movies are going to be both. Yeah. Or, you know, early on, they were just going to be at home, but early on, then they were going to be both. And then there was a debate, I think like a few months ago, we might have even talked about it on the podcast. They're like, well, Dune might just be theaters. And then they're like, nope, we're going to keep it. And like, same with Matrix, like the next Matrix movie is probably one you're going to want to see in the theaters too, yes. but it's going to be available on HBO Max. So, and you can't, and so like, not that, not to, you know, get whacked with a fine here, but like HBO Max is free for me. Okay. So you can't argue with free. Nope. I love free. And I love being at home. I'll be honest. I love, love, love being at home. Yep. I'm pro theater, but I also love not having to drive, having a few brew dogs, having a snack, not worrying about some idiot bringing their kid in who's mm -hmm. crying, somebody kicking my chair, some asshole having to get up to take a take a piss. Like, I don't need any of that. I just sit here all by myself for two and a half hours and just uh, enjoy the film. The uh, story, uh, I agree, was was good. The The visuals were good the characters for like establishing like a new world again for people that didn't read the book or didn't see the first one for establishing the new world there was enough intrigue with a lot of the characters i felt like to immediately get sucked in and i also feel like this is going to be a movie that is going to get better on rewatch yes because you're going to learn sort of like star wars and game of thrones how it gets better the more you get into the world and you might have missed a reference or you might have missed a connection the more you see this, I feel like the better it's going to be. And I, I would say one of the drawbacks for me was this cast was so stacked <laughs> that you never really felt like, and this to Lawrence Guy's point, like you never really felt like you got enough of some of the side characters. Right. But again, as Lawrence Guy pointed out, this isn't the movie. This isn't their movie. It's, it's, um, Paul's, it's Paul's movie. So like you, um, which is a shame because there were so many, um, someone mentioned in the chat, like Oscar Isaac was fucking awesome. Oh yeah. I, and like, I was, I would say the biggest surprise for me in this movie. Like I thought Chalamet was like kind of a weenie. He was I, not, he did. Okay. No, I like chat. So let me ask you right now. Yeah. Timothy Chalamet mm -hmm. over under, I want to go high here over under four and a half career Oscars. When it's all said and done, I'm going to go under, but, He's going to get three, and they're going to be for stuff that is mind-blowing. Yeah. He's fucking good. He's the real deal, dude. He's he's 25 years old right now. Mm -hmm. He's been nominated once. Uh, What was that one? The uh, Call Me By Your Name he was nominated mm -hmm. for. But I just feel like he is going to rip off a bunch. He's going to have a few in his prime, and then you know he's going to have like one late in his career or something like that. But... I feel like he's going to be the guy who is just whatever he's is going to get to a point where whatever he's in, he's going to get nominated for. And then it's just a matter of how much he wins. And for me, I mean, I look at him and this is, this might be me and this might just be me like spiraling from thought to thought, but like yeah. he is going to have the career that Shia LaBeouf should have had. Yeah, that's fair. Like that. I see him and I like, I see kind of like that type of, intensity and i'm like yeah. fuck like that kid just kind of he went con he, like i think shia went full kanye sorry yay. yeah i think so i i, th I think chalamet if he just kind of keeps it straight there's yeah. there's so many roles that, that he could land and i've seen like interviews with him and he's like he's funny he did snl like, he was pretty good yeah like he this kid can do some stuff like he's he's the real deal i think he's from like new york city he's not from like i thought he was from like paris like i <laughs> no he's like he's he got he's like his a new york kid yeah. Speaking of Davey's video game minute, he actually got his start uh, running a YouTube page, not his acting start, but like one of the first things he did, he was uh, customizing Xbox controllers and like putting them on like a YouTube page. 
I like that. Like that was like his first thing that he did. So it's time for Davies. Yeah, that's pretty good. I mean, mm-hmm. I you know who I also really, really enjoy is Rebecca Ferguson, who played yeah. uh who played his mother. She's mm-hmm. been in a bunch of the Mission Impossibles. She was in Doctor Sleep. She was in the New Men in Black. Uh, she's definitely got one of those like where do i know her from faces like yeah. you can't and which is good i think it's good for some actors because they can be anybody yeah she can and she definitely looks like she's didn't even more stuff than she was but she kind of looks kind of similar to other actresses or whatever right. but I, I really liked her but you mentioned oscar isaac is in this josh brolin uh dave batista uh zendaya stellan skarsgård jason momoa who jason you, momoa like- harvey or bardem like Jesus, like this David Das uh, Malchian, Das Malchian, yeah, oh, yeah, that guy's great. Like it, I mean, the cast was, and we knew that. Like that was one of the things that kind of hyped it up too. It was like, holy smokes! And I think there are a lot of parallels, and we'll get into this to, in uh, spoilers to like Star Wars. Now it's a, a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, it's a little bit more. I don't know if gritty is the right word. Gritty, a little raw, a little bit more raw than Star Wars. A little bit more raw Star Wars. Mm-hmm. But it's like if you put a Star Wars movie and you only had like Oscar nominated actors in it, because that's right. kind of what you're dealing with 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 this. Uh, but yeah, yeah how please, about Dave Batista? By the way, like, yep, James Gunn and Denny Villeneuve put him in everything. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> like, yeah, and it's funny because like... remember somebody brought up a while ago they were like, hey, like John Cena, The Rock, and Dave Batista should all be in a movie together, and Batista was like, nah, I'm good. And they're like, what? <laughs> He's like, yeah, he's like, bro, I was just in Dune. I was like, in Dune and Blade Runner 2049. Like, I don't need to. And I don't Guardians need to be in, and, like, all the Marvel movies. Like, I'm good, man. I don't need to be in Fast uh, 13. You know, like, he, yeah, he's, he's, he, remember we talked about, it, he turned down the role of Peacemaker. He could have been in that. Yeah. But, yeah, he's, he's pretty good. All right. So, would, would you call this a must-see movie? Um, It's close to, I, it's approaching must-see, but I think. I don't know if this is going to be uh, how much of the how many of these are going to we know we're going to get at least two. Yeah. If they make three. I mean, obviously, you know what? You know what this was like to me? Spinoff potential, though. I think they've already even talked about maybe spinoff. Like a there are spinoff books. Correct. As well. Um, and this to me builds is going to build like Lord of the Rings. So okay. in so far as like you we ended at a very critical point in this first movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and the way Fellowship of the Ring did. So there's way more stuff that's coming. Mm-hmm. Um, some I really remember, some I don't from the books. But um, it's it gets good. It it's about to get really good. Yeah, I and I and I like what we've gotten so far. So mm-hmm. I to me it is a must see. What is your dork score? Uh, this is a five. I'm going five and a half. Mm-hmm. I like it that much, and I really think at the end of the year we always do the the Dork Awards, the Dorkies, and we nominate six. We everything gets uh, six nominees, mm-hmm. and for Best Picture or whatever the fuck we end up calling it, Best Movie, it's already in there. I think it's going to be definitely a nominee, a nominee, and it, it has a chance to win once we really sit down and look at the six movies that we put in there. But to this point, and with only two months left. It's one of the six best movies I've seen all year. I would say rock solid locks for dorkies for best picture yeah. are going to be this and the the Suicide Squad. I agree. And uh, another one off the top of my head is Nobody with Bob Odenkirk. Oh, God, did you finally see that movie? I loved it. Fucking awesome. Right? I loved it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I loved it a lot. So, uh, and who knows? Maybe Eternals. I don't think so, but maybe Eternals. Actually, Spider-Man's also this year. We'll see. So, that could fucking pump in there. Or you think it's going to get delayed? Oh, fuck. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. All right, know. so Davey's going five. I'm going five and a half. Add it together. We're going 5.25, which is going to be one of the highest uh, reviewed movies we've done so far this year. I think that and the Suicide Squad are probably the, the closest goddamn things mm-hmm. to it. Anything else non-spoiler? No. Spoilers. 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 Here come the. All right, so one of the major talking points I saw on Twitter and everywhere else after the film were some people were up in arms that it wasn't a full movie. Did that bother you? No. I, I And again, if you've seen the original, was it 1984 Dune? Yes. 
yep. you know that that could that was not possible. Right. It was just not possible to do. Um, especially if you again, if you've seen the movie in 1984 and you read the first book, you know that like two and a half hours isn't going to cut it. No, like, th- there is a lot going on in these stories. Um, and it almost seemed at one point almost overwhelming. They introduced all these characters like in 10 minutes. Yeah. Like they kept cutting back to like the Harkonnen like, and the, they kept cutting back and forth. And so like you're getting introduced to like three new characters a minute. And it seemed um, if you hadn't, if you weren't like you, if you had no background in this, Nothing. that would might've been overwhelming to some people. So I, yeah, because I think a, there's been a lot of different movies that have just tried to establish, like, we're creating, like, a new world, and it's really, really tough to do, but if it's successful, look at, you mentioned Lord of the Rings, Star Wars, Game of Thrones, go back and watch the first episode of Game of Thrones, if you have no knowledge of it at all, that's a lot of characters, that's, that's a, a lot, lot of names, that's a lot yeah. of worlds, that's a lot of flags, that's a lot of areas, that's a lot of creatures. Like, you're, like, swimming in it a little bit, but then the more you watch it, the more you love it. And that's what I kept going back to with this, is, like, they did such a good job in the casting that you end up caring for these characters. So even though off the top of your head, you might not be able to name all of them. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't know who all the actors played necessarily off the top of your head, like, all of them. You're like, I, I want to go back to this. I want to right. see where this goes. It was so compelling to me. Uh, so I was not bothered by the complete story thing because we live in a world where uh, sequels and trilogies and look at the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Like, I am all in on on expanding that. That, that to me, is is fine. Mm-hmm. It is funny, though. I, I kept thinking as we were watching it, the connections to Star Wars. And it's funny. I looked it up. The book came out before Star Wars did. It did. Mm-hmm. So you can't be like... So when they're talking about Spice... Star Wars, if you watch like Clone Wars and all that shit now, that's like a big thing. Like they're stealing spice and they're sending spice. Now it's different. This is more like an element. That's more of a drug. But either way, it's kind of a drug here in a way. A little bit. It's got hallucinogenic psychoactive properties. The fucking blue eyes. Awesome. Mm-hmm. People that live in the spice is is awesome. Uh, but one one line that I really enjoyed and it was like as I was thinking this is like Star Wars was when Oscar Isaac's character told his son that he always wanted to be a pilot. And I'm like, oh, like yeah. Poe Dameron. Oh, that's pretty good. Like little Poe fucking, Dameron. Little, little Poe yeah. Dameron. Or like Anakin Skywalker. Yep. Or, you know. Mm-hmm. So. What did you think? Well, no, but Oscar Isaac played Poe I Dameron. Understand. So. I understand what you're saying. Uh, yeah. But what did you think of the world and how they sort of, uh, like the parts they showed you and like kind of just, again, as an introduction to sort of open up this massive uh, world that we're looking at now. Well, you're looking at like this intergalactic federation where there's all sorts of planets and the ones that like this thing happens to be on is just like just a desert and again so it's like um i don't know how they made it look that fucking cool it looks just so in cool. sand mm-hmm. the whole time but mm-hmm. um everything that they were doing in like um in terms of like cinematography and effects and all that by the what do they call them the uh ortho uh, the the helicopters that look like dragonflies, ortho. Yeah, those are cool. Super those cool. cool. Yep. Um, what do they call ornithopters or uh, something? I f- I forget what they call them, but I, I, it's gonna bridge ornithopter. Yeah, okay. you look it up. The yeah, that was cool. The whole world, uh, and like the sandworms, obviously, and like just the mystique that is there, and like mm-hmm. how you can kind of like fool them, and how you, how you have to walk. All that shit. That was cool. pretty cool too. Like yeah. how they were doing, like what they call like the sand walk or the sand dance or yeah. something. That that was pretty cool. And so they know how to do it. And Paul, and I think you're right. Like going into it, you don't necessarily think of Timothy Chalamet as much of a badass, but they establish like how much training he's done. They show you a couple of scenes where he's sparring. By the way, the sparring like outfits or whatever, not the outfits, but, like the technology where the you can shield. Like, yeah. The shield, yeah. so fucking cool. And That's um. Awesome. Who is but it? Like, uh, Josh Brolin. Do we even mention the Josh Brolin? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. He's good. But mm-hmm. and and that was uh, a scene where you're like, all right, this guy can at least handle himself, right? But then the whole extra layer, which I think really, if if this part wasn't in it, it wouldn't be half as intriguing. Is the Rebecca Ferguson character, Lady mm-hmm. Jessica, and her family, and what powers they may or may not have, which is basically that- like a creature. 
<laughs> exactly like preacher yeah that adds that adds so much to it because mm-hmm. you're like all right it's not just a battle over spice and a battle over land and like you know if you want to say like the sandworm is kind of like a dragon like for some of those other worlds but then to have this part too where you're like all right obviously rebecca ferguson and oscar isaac character like they have a relationship together they have this kid and he's trying to figure out this extra power that he has so my one question is there was the scene and we're i mean we're not going to go through it take by take it's a long movie but let me jump to this one towards the end when they're trying to like escape uh paul and his mom mm-hmm. and they get captured by javier bardem that's where he meets zendaya and yep. also and they kind of close in on him couldn't and maybe he couldn't yet but couldn't she have used her voice control power on them yeah she could have I think so. And there was, I, I feel like, and again, I haven't read the book in like over 25 years, but like, there's like a reason why they don't. And I think it's because they need them on their side. Got it. So if she were to do, if they were yeah. to do that to them, I think they would immediately be like, cause I wonder if it like, if it got a little bit closer. And then the other thing I was a little bit confused by was, so she like kicks ass. Like she just like dominates, like they like to have them like outnumbered and she like mm-hmm. dominates them. And then they're like, all right, there needs to be like a one-on-one fight to determine whether or not like you're going to live or whatever. Yeah. And she sits out and they have the kid do it. I'm like, like the way they run it, a woman can't do it. Got it. But she would have whooped their ass anyway. Right. And I think that was part of it, but like the way that the, the, I almost called them the sand people, but like the way that they get down is like, they, it has to be, it can't be a woman. The Syach Tabber or whatever it's called. The, the leader of the Freeman tribe, the Fremen. Yeah. I mean, excuse me, Fremen Javier Bardem. So that part's cool. And then, cause I loved all the uh, like dreams that Paul has, obviously like, it's a huge part of the movie, but when he's like, when he's visualizing Zendaya and that whole thing, and you're just waiting for them to finally meet. And then they mm-hmm. do. That's a really cool scene. But I was just wondering, cause like, that's the coolest power to me in the whole movie is the voice of God or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. And they use it a little bit. And you're like, all right, can't they just use this all the time? But you're right. Maybe they, that's a good point. Maybe they want to, they need them on their side in order Which to. They do. And uh, once you'll see the events kind of unfold, that the Fremen become very important um, yeah. to the story. So, so what do you, then what do you think of the, the, uh, I guess the emperor in, uh, oh, so like, you, you haven't seen the emperor yet. So, you all right. So seen, not, not the emperor, but like the next guy down, the Duke. Yeah. Of the with the Harkonnen, like the uh, the uh, the Baron, Baron, Baron. yeah, yeah, so so, Stellan Skarsgård, the Baron. Oh, they're just fucking that was so like when he weird like that, yeah, Yeah, he's like like, floating, that's super creepy. I want to know more about him. You will, I want to know more about him, yep. Mm -hmm. And so, one of the characters that you don't get in this that you got in the 1984 movie, so like Dave Batista is his nephew, right. Yes. So I don't remember the relationship, but there's, I think it's one of the Harkonnens, the one that Sting played. You oh. haven't seen him yet. Got it. And and so like, I think it's the Baron's son. Got so it. they have this whole, basically there's this whole premise where, do you mind if I like tell you what, like what happens? Um, actually don't. Okay. Actually don't. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, no, don't. Because I think so there's a relationship. Part of my between... enjoyment for this one was not yeah. knowing what was going to happen. Yeah. So there's a, Dave Batista's character, um, what do they call it? He's one of the Harkonnens, but he becomes... Oh, he's Glaus Rabin. Rabin. So he becomes very important for a specific reason. Yeah. And then Fade, Fade, who's Sting, yep. becomes more involved. Got so it. So it's, yeah, so you'll okay. see, but... Yeah, you know, yeah, because you could tell it. I mean, they just sort of scratched the surface with those characters, but they were right. they were super intriguing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jason Momoa's character, Duncan Idaho, awesome. <laughs> Which is like, what a crazy name! Like in this whole world, like you have all these, you have all these, like like Leto Atreides and like yeah, Atreides, Baron yeah. Harkonnen and Joe America, Duncan Idaho, <laughs> yeah. Joe Sick. It's like fucking uh, Joy Bag of Donuts. <laughs> McCree's new name. <laughs> Oh, McCree. Yeah. Yeah. Like, hot so shot, like, hot shot Magoo. Hot shot six shooter. Yep. Um, it's funny though. I loved <laughs> Momoa, but like they give him the worst lines. 
Yeah, it's tough for him. Or it's like how he delivers the line, and they're true to the book. Or they're like, where he's like, now you dogs, or like something like that. Like they give him those stupid lines, but here he is, rip chest torn. (laughs) (laughs) Chest Rockwell. But some of his sword stuff, like he was bad. He's kind of like Cal Drogo, really, was was what he was. Well, that's, I mean, that's what is like when I talked about the woman who plays Lady Jessica, she, she can play anybody. Yeah. And I feel like Jason Momoa plays one dude. Dave Batista yeah. plays one dude. Yeah. You know? But hey, in this movie, it's pretty important. It works. Yeah. And uh, it's done very well. It's a successful film. <laughs> and uh, yeah, no, I mean, I, I liked it, man. I liked it yeah. a lot. Tits McGee. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Who was your favorite character out of all of them in here? I got it. Like Paul. Paul. I, and, and I loved um, the head of the, the Duke of Atreides, um, Oscar Isaac. Yeah, Lido. that whole family was great. That whole uh, the Lido, Atreides, yeah, the whole family was great. I'm with you. They were they were all really good. Yeah, they're probably my favorite as well. Yeah, I ended up liking Paul a lot, which I think is why I like the movie so much because like he he is the movie. It's his story, and you have all these great supporting characters. But he was really good, so uh, I like that one. Do you have a favorite part, or was there anything that you didn't like about it? Uh, Either let's one. See. I'm trying to think of. They uh, did show somebody at the end riding the sand. Uh, which, yeah, that was pretty fucking awesome. Pretty gotta, cool scene. And yep. I love, uh, you know what? You know what else I love? The the suits. Yeah. The suits are incredible. If I could get that, if, you know, if we're in COVID times, get me one of those masks. Yeah. You know, I like that. Pee, turn him a pee into like drinkable water. They're just drinking piss all over the place. Sweat, piss. Like, oh, yeah, drink that. Like, I don't want to drink that. It's terrible. Yeah, sounds absolutely awful. I don't want to be around anymore. (laughs) (laughs) No, there wasn't really much that I didn't like. Again, the only thing that I would say is a knock on the movie is that there was um, there's a lot of characters I didn't get enough of. You know, you didn't see enough of Roland. You didn't see enough of Momoa. Like you, you know what I mean. So, um, they actually had there was a deleted scene of Paul when he first put on his sand suit. Yes. Too much fucking shit on me. I can't breathe. They took that out, though. They were like, the movie's too long. Yeah. You can't put that in there. <laughs> so I'm looking at this, and um, there was uh-huh. a... On sci-fi, there was a miniseries, Children of Dune, in which James McAvoy played Leto Atreides II. Wow. Which is Paul's son. But Jesus. Um, I didn't know that they actually made a miniseries out of that. That's like one of the later books. Mm-hmm. Cool. there was no line in there about the sand being really coerced which was too bad <laughs> it gets everywhere They're like all right buddy yeah all right man don't be a don't be a creep <laughs> uh. i have seen a security hologram of him killing younglings was that the most emotional part of the film? That was a very emotional part of the film, yes. <laughs> I can't wait, though, for the second one. I mean, I'm going to have to. It comes out in two years from now. But I am excited for uh, for part two and where this world takes us, Ryan. I don't know yet whether or not they call it electric boogaloo, but um, they should. How about the knives that are made out of the sandworm teeth? The also a cool thing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the weapons were really good. Uh, like the, the salute. The salute was really the Yeah. Fucking right on there. No, I did it with a pen, but you get the you get the idea. I get the idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How so? So I know this just came out around Halloween, but are these going to be big time Halloween costumes? It might be too long. It might be too, too far late. away. Yeah. I think you need stuff that's popular in the summer on. Okay. You know, I think it's going to be probably too far removed, unless you are like a cosplayer and this is like your thing, and you have like a spot on outfit yeah, I if think you that would crush be it then I, then I think you can i would like to i would probably go as let me see uh i would do a stilgar the javier bardem Ooh, i would do that one because then it's just the, the robes look comfortable yeah yeah you know? the robes are comfortable just you know you can have whatever you want underneath there so you would go as uh one of the fremen stilgar one of the fremen's mm. Yeah, I like a, I like the Baron, maybe. Even though I'm I'm more shaped to be the Baron. Well, 
don't know if you're quite that tall. What'd you think of the spitting? Thank you for giving uh, me your well, body. Oh, it's respect. It was like, thank you for giving us your body's moisture. <laughs> well, you know where they stole that from was Ace Ventura 2 when Nature Calls. Yes, when they're spitting, at, spitting in each other's mouths or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Did somebody say cosplay? How are you doing, ladies and gentlemen? My name is Joshua Adams. I'm CEO and founder of Cosplayer Nation. We did a documentary all about cosplaying across America from Maine to Seattle to Whitey, Puerto Rico. We've won three awards. Um, we're practically compass to the cosplay community, as well as we interviewed the guy who coined the phrase cosplay from the 80s, Tokunishi Takahashi. All right. Um, Anything else on Dune? Dune's good. Let us know what you guys think. Dorkpodcast at gmail.com or tweet us uh, at dorkpodcast or Instagram as well. I I thought it was good. I liked it a lot. All right. That's it. All right. right. I bring it. All right. Fair enough. Let's get to the next portion of the program. Pick of the bomb. Pick of the bomb. Pick of the bomb. Pick of the bomb. All right, Ryan, would you like to kick, receive, defer, or you may also choose at this time to defend a goal. We're going to take the ball. Okay. Today. Um, I was really excited today. First of all, the first um, pick of the pod all month. Uh, please go to Movember.com. Look at the link in my Twitter at uh, D. Please uh, do what you can to any way you can to support the Movember charity. Please do that. Whether it involves a donation or getting involved or starting your own page. Like, please, please do all of those things. Um, everyone on the Dork podcast, the Dork Shared Gooniverse has been incredibly supportive over the years, and I hope that continues into this year. So there's that. Um, Secondly, I am so excited. One, that this happened today. Two, that they retweeted me, my excitement. And that is that, um, that Judy Justice is now (laughs) on Prime and on IMDb TV with um, commercials. That is the new show by Judge Judith Scheindlin. She's back. Judge Judy is back in her own show. Um, it's streaming right now. I think you can watch the first five episodes. Um, and I watched the first court case, and it is incredible. Good. Um, so good, good. Uh, check out uh, Judy Justice on IMDb what? TV and Amazon Prime. I like it. That's a, that's a good one. Here's the thing. I haven't seen it yet. So this is always a dangerous one, Ryan. Okay. But I just saw on HBO Max the little thumbnail for what happened to Brittany Murphy. Did you yes. watch that? So my wife did. And I what said, tell say? me how it is. And she said, it's fine, but uh, you don't really learn anything new. Okay. So maybe maybe scrap it then. Maybe yeah, I think it. it's like one of those things where she was like, it, it was good to see... Yeah you know them kind of pursuing this but you don't okay. really learn anything new all right that's too and bad yeah it's too bad but so i did finish only murders in the building mm-hmm. and i would say uh good not great okay i think it was there were some high moments early and i was kind of like a all right i'm gonna finish to see how they do it i love martin short in this but it's kind of like i don't know i kind of wanted it to be better also i'm gonna start to go back but i'll tell you i lost a little bit of steam also on Hulu, Why the Last Man, I watched the first three episodes and was really into it. The fourth episode, I finally went back because I'm like, there, it's going to be almost done soon. It's like next week or the week after it's done. Because they did three at once and they're doing weekly episodes after yeah, that. It's, it's this week, I think, is the finale. The fourth episode was like, I was bored to tears. I'm like, oh, no. And the, and see, the thing is, is like, I'm right with you. I watched the first three episodes and then I was like, then I found out they canceled it. So I'm like, all right, fuck it. Yeah. What's the point? Yeah. You know, uh, I know. So I don't know. I don't know what to do because I really like the uh, the book, obviously. And I'm not sure because the also like the director of the showrunner was like, we're going to find a place for this. So maybe not Hulu, but we're going to try to get this picked up. So you're like, eh, whatever. But maybe uh, so better writing. Tomorrow, we have Adam Cole on the program, three o'clock. Mm-hmm. Or if you're listening to this on Tuesday morning, Tuesday afternoon, three o'clock, Adam Cole. And then we'll podcast that immediately thereafter. Next week, we're going to do Eternals the latest movie in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, We have, I don't know if we're going to get to the theater for this or not, but Ghostbusters Afterlife comes out middle of November. We also, Ryan, probably owe the people a Squid Game episode. We do. I have one left. So don't you think that's probably an episode worthy? Oh, and I got the penultimate episode. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just rip your guts out. Like, rip your heart out. All right. We might need to talk about it then. Oh. So maybe pencil and squid game for 
couple of weeks from now. So people, mm-hmm. if you've uh, watched it, stay uh, stay with us here. And if you haven't, you have plenty of time to uh, to rip out the nine episodes that is Squid Game. All right, you guys can uh, rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts or just about anywhere else you get your podcasts. Uh, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Just uh, at Dork Podcast for all of those. Uh, at Arvon D and check out everything he's doing for Movember all month long and uh, help out if you can. What else? Anything else? Email us uh, dorkpodcast@gmail.com. Your should I have bought this? We'll continue to pump those out throughout the uh, throughout the year as well. Uh, anything else? Yeah, I got one thing that just dro- came across my Twitter feed. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. A Darth Maul animated series is rumored to be in development. I am all in with on that. Filoni at the helm. I am all in on that. My biggest complaint with Darth Maul, I have two, and they're both they're both minor spoilers. <laughs> they killed him off too soon, live action. Yep. Then they brought him back, and, and didn't he didn't do anything with him. And he was no, no, no. They did. He was great animated, but then kind of came to like a shitty ending there. Well, I thought you were talking about Solo, and- where they bring him back in Solo and then don't do anything with him. Oh no, no, live action. I mean an animated. Yeah. They bring him back yeah, animated. Yeah. He's awesome in Rebel uh Clone Wars and Rebels. Mm-hmm. But then the way that he dies in uh the you're like, oh. And I remember being like, so he's gonna come he's not really dead, is he? You're like, no, I guess he is. Like, yeah, he right. just, yeah, brought him back just to kill him. But that's cool. I, I like that. Series, yeah. I like Darth Maul, one of my uh four favorite Star Wars characters. In on that. Other than right. that, you don't give a shit, do you, Ryan? What'd you say? I said, you don't give a shit, do you? Not really. <laughs>